Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Right. Kushti. I think I'm on. Yeah, it's recording. Mint. Double check. Yeah. Hang on. Rock and roll. (laughs) Have you finished your Kinder, Jack? <laughs> the Kinder egg. That was no. It was uh, Cadbury's caramel. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Sofa Cinema Club. I'm Colton Smith, and I'm joined by Jack P. Shepherd, Ben Price. See, I remember to do it this week. Mm-hmm. The Sofa Cinema Club is our podcast where we get together and we educate each other on films, the films we should have seen but we haven't. Each week, we would normally get together and watch a film together and then sit in the studio Are together. together. Are we together? <laughs> but we're not together. And talk about what we liked together, together, forever. However, we're not together. So we're watching the films on our own. We're coming into the studio virtually in our own homes and then we're recording the podcast. This week's episode is all about the greatest film of all time. In fact, I forgot how good it was until last night, The Greatest Showman. But before we start talking about that, it's been seven weeks, I think, now. Se- seven, eight yeah, weeks since seven. I've is seen it. Is it seven so. weeks? Jack yeah. Shepard's beard has gone completely ballistic. Full yeah. desert island. Well, I don't what have any um, shavers. I always just shave when I'm at work. Shears? Are you Shave-er- a she? No, shavers. I don't have what any colour shavers. is that beard? What colour would you say that is? It's Slightly brown. Changer. No. Changer. No, it's brown. Slightly strawberry blonde. Definitely yeah. not. We've only got one ginger in the group now, and it's Jack. <laughs> You've got a bit of a beard going on as well, of course. Yeah. But just the bottom bit. The fryer, not the top no, tag. It's, it's just you can't really see because of the lighting. But just to clarify, talking about hair, we put a hair chat on our Instagram to prove that we talk about more than just films. Mm-hmm. Am I a blonde? No, you ginger. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. What's so funny about your hair is you've got the kind of blonde Mohican with the Jean-Gerre sides. Yeah, you've gone, you've got, I, it's like a complete multicoloured sort of David Bowie. I'm struggling to get the sides blonde. What have you put in the middle? That shampoo, <laughs> but you don't put it on the whole of your head. This podcast is brought to you by John Frieda. Go blonde the shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, John, it's great on top, not so good on the side. <laughs> but I'm not sure what it's doing on the side. I feel like it's almost getting to a stage where I might shave the sides and yes. then i would look yeah do blonde, that. that that'll look really good 
Yeah, I'm. A, I agree with Jack. I think that. I would don't know fantastic. about Jack's sarcasm, but I I do think that is what I'm. He's got do. a huge beard. He's on a different yeah, trip. He, He's thinking about a whole different hair game there. Um, who's going to do the shaving, Coulson? Because obviously, can't go to the hairdresser. I'm thinking, Dad. I did. I mentioned it to him the other day. Would you be able to do it? And he was like, yeah, I cut the dogs there all the time. And I was like, well, it's <laughs> slight, slightly different. But, um, He's going to put I, your I head know. between his legs and just shear you. <laughs> I don't know who I would trust more out of my mum and my dad. It's getting to the time, I think, where... I've got to do... I've got to cut my son's hair with some clippers. He started telling me what he wanted. A fade? No, but like literally, sort of slightly, sort of um, quite short <laughs> the size, Dad, but then coming up into there. Then in the front, I'd like to keep the length. I went, no, no, son, no, it's, n- it's not hairdressers. No, not hairdresser, son. It's You're going to get one go with it. <laughs> it's going to be shaved head. off. Number one, all over. That's probably what we're going to go for. <laughs> if we're going to start at a four, I'm going to mess it up so badly, you're going to end up with a four shaved You're going to go bald. Hold your ears, son. <laughs> <laughs> Anything, Jack, what you been up to? Has the Taj Mahal arrived, Jack? You've gone quiet. <laughs> no. Do you know what happened? Did I tell you? So no. Got I ordered it. I ordered it from Lego, and they went, "Yeah, super duper. Thanks for your order, Jack." Unfortunately, Aren't we're they Danish, out of stock. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying. I think they're Danish, but I like it. Yeah, they're out so of stock. Out of stock. And so we'll let you know when we get some more back in, but we'll take but the money. But thanks for the money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and they haven't given Brilliant. me the money back. No. So I don't know what Oof. I'm going to do. And you can't cancel it or something until it's shipped or something. I don't know. What have you been up to, Ben? Anything much? Um, Homeschooling still. Whew. Oh, I did a bit of that uh, the other day. What lessons did you do, Jack? Yeah, so we did with Ruben. He had to He had to draw. What are those, what are those fly catchers? Those plants cactus that's what no not cactus fly trap he had to draw one of them and (laughs) he drew a cactus no he's six i think i I sent him a picture of it i think like it i tell you what the art teacher's a bit harsh here (laughs) yeah it was a cactus wasn't venus fly trap and then he had to draw a fly being eaten by it and then he had to (laughs) describe what was happening in the picture so he said what did he come up with he said something like Fly buzzes round, fly trap, then smack bang wallop, wo- um, fly nil, plant one. Very, <laughs> very good. Yeah. Arguably, still yeah. a better film than Kramer versus Kramer. That it sounds better oh. to me. <laughs> oh, you had to bring it down. You had to tread on a poor, poor young child's dreams. There, Coulson. Fly <laughs> trap's mean, very good poem. Well done. Tell Ruben. Well done. <laughs> Yeah, ten how many gold 10, stars? How many gold stars? One house point. Uh, I just, yeah, I give him a tick, marked it, and then Are Nyla had to, to do have... some long and short division, but I let I let Hanny do that. I'll stick to drawing some... plants. And we flies had to do some maths you. today. And I th- I said, do you know what we're going to do here? I've got an idea. Let's get the answer and try and work out something to get to that answer. Yeah, very good. <laughs> so we just made it fit the answer, and then I went, "That's it. That's essentially math." You're never going to have to use angles ever again. I never no. walk around a supermarket and go, I "Wonder if that's an obtuse angle." I don't need to know that. I don't need to fucking know that shit at all. Are they? Are they doing Pythagoras theorem, Ben? Oh, crikey, cool! And he's gone. Yeah, they're doing all that. That that. that 
I still have nightmares about Pyacris. Oh, it's, it's proper on. I have to get my, I have to, my father's super maths, so I have to get him on the old FaceTime, and we have to give it the full old, the full old sit down. That's Do what parents change. Well, that's what parents are all school. discovering now, aren't they? That their kids are actually realising how thick their mum and dad actually is. <laughs> you know what you, <laughs> you didn't realise is that you just don't use it. No. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you would if you were a quantity surveyor or yeah. an engineer or something like that. I'm sure you would. But day to day, I don't walk in and go, oh, I wonder if Nick Tilsey's working out a circumference of a circle. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. He's, I've just got to learn some lines, actually. Um, you know, when yeah. you were at school and, like, you were doing maths and stuff, did you know then that you wanted to be an actor or whatever? Yeah. Because yeah. obviously, it might, Jack might have been the same, but I was obviously doing my exams having had a job for three years. Yeah. So I'm sat there <laughs> listening to Pythagoras' theorem, thinking, when am I going to need this? Mm. Like, but don't you just, think that's... I don't know, I found that with all of it. Algebra a bit and all that. The, a bit what like, is the point? Where what are we going po- with yeah. this? Oh, no. I suppose it's just if, I don't know... If you have to work down, out how long, you've been, on, you how long you've been on the desert island for, <laughs> you'd have to look at the sun and work your way out. <laughs> and the next question for homeschooling is, what has been the length of growth in Jack's beard in the past seven weeks? It's not, it's not that long. It's not that long. Yeah. Right, let's talk about the film, The Greatest Showman. So a synopsis of The Greatest Showman. The Greatest Showman is a film from, I think, 2017 where Hugh Jackman plays the character of P.T. Barnum. And the film is all about showing how people's differences make them beautiful. And what P.T. Barnum does in this film is he gets a group of obscure people, a group of different people, and puts them together and showcases what's brilliant about themselves. And the Freaks. story is of the first circus. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. You're Freaks skirting around that, aren't you? No, because I, 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 I kind of, of disagree. group of people... Different people, yeah. I mean, they were called well, yeah, freaks, he, weren't they? He, he gets a group of freaks and he puts them on stage <laughs> and he makes a show out of them and it's a circus. And in effect, that's the film. But there's a hell of a lot more to it, isn't there? No. No, <laughs> there's, no there's not no. really. There's not. Do you know what? I I forgot. I I You know, because you text yesterday and you're like, do we really fucking have to watch this film? And mm. I was like... Oh, like I was almost on your page. Jack watched it <laughs> midday. Jack had the 11, 11 a.m. greatest show. It it's only an hour way. and 40. I thought it was much longer. It was an hour and 40. We're in and out. Mm. I, <clears throat> I completely forgot. It's a film. I think it's because it was rammed down our throats, wasn't it? That film when yeah. it came out. I mean, it was everywhere. It was on the radio. It was, there were adverts. There were, there was things on YouTube and every kid was singing it. Every kid was dressing up like Hugh Jackman, do you know what I mean? It was just overkill. It was just loads, it, so that's why. It was for a long time as well, because mm. I, I watched it on Boxing Day, because that's when it came out. I watched it on Boxing Day, and I don't think it stopped in cinemas until summer. Yeah. So it had a ridiculously yeah. long run, because people found out about it at different stages. So I do think that must have been the first time I've watched it in six months. How many times it. did you go to the cinema to watch it? I think it was six Jesus. I think it was six. <laughs> but, Bloody hell. I mean, oh. after last night, I, I remember why. 
but in, instantly, <laughs> you can't deny it. You you must have been. Do you know what? Long. Fair fair play. When the songs come on, those two guys who have wrote all them songs, they are catchy. Yes. You do start <sighs> moving your feet. You do start you singing not. along. You They're big songwriters. It. Those two, though, aren't they? They've yeah, they form. did. They did La La Land, didn't they? Yeah, they've, and got, they've, they've got done form. Dear Evan Hansen as well, haven't they? But it's not just the songs as well because it works. Everything about that film, work. there's a reason that it was such a success. Mm. Like for me, I did get obsessed with it. I'll admit yeah. that when it came out, and Jack was living with me at the time. And <laughs> did I you mean, dress up as a, like a tiger or something? <laughs> if you'd it was have, just um, always on. It was just on the speaker. We had that. This is the greatest. Alexa. Yeah. Oh. If you. Ever read the paper? <laughs> if you ever read the paper, there may have even been a story about how we had a noise complaint noise from complaint. playing The Greatest Showman at 3am in the morning. It just was brilliant. And the songs, just again and again, I must have listened to them so many times. I listen to them now when I run. When I, I run, I have two different playlists, and one of them is musicals. And getting up a hill to This Is Me, ha. Oh, I'm like Mo Farah. You won't believe it, Ben. You don't. You don't seem convinced, but I know that even you don't dislike this film. So <laughs> let's have it. Let's let's hear a bit of. I watched it with the kids. Did you? I watched it with the kids. So I sat down with the kids. I needed friends with me. I couldn't go in there on my own. Mm-hmm. Not just you and the dog. Not just weird. me and the dog. Kids. No dog. Dog walked out at the start. <laughs> as soon as the dog went, I'm fucking off here. Daughter loved it. We saw it at the cinema, actually. Songs, mm. catchy. I don't know. I st- uh, It didn't grab me, if I'm honest. Oh. It's like, the songs are great, but the yeah. story just feels like... I think he's a bit of a dick, Hugh Jackman, in it. But P.T. Barnum in real life was accused of exploitation. So it was, way, yeah. it was worse than it was in the film. He mm. just wanted to make a lot of money. So yeah. he exploited yeah. people. So the actual story, and he didn't start the circus till he was 60. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, but all that stuff with paying that girl to sing Lind was true. He paid her $1,000 for 150 shows and he did go bankrupt. I suppose it was that for me. I think the other actors were kind of underused. I really like Michelle Williams. I think she's a great actress. I really yeah, like yeah. her. She plays yeah. charity. Yeah, but she was underused. I felt, I thought, Jackman's fine, but he's really good at that stuff. He is very, very good at it. Very good voice. Zac Efron, the same. Just not enough in there. For, I mean, it's choreographed. It's the director's first film. Michael... How did he get that? Michael Lacey. So he met... <laughs> that's what... Oh, Gracie, Gracie. Can you imagine, Michael Lacey? He did an advert with Hugh Jackman in Japan. The guys who wrote the music or had the idea went to Hugh Jackman in 2009. So yeah. it took nearly 10 years to get it made. And they so met this a- guy and he stayed with it for seven years, this first-time director. It was after... Hugh Jackman had hosted the Oscars and at the Oscars after party someone had basically said you're obviously really good in film and you're really good on Broadway have you ever thought about combining the two together mm-hmm. and he was like hmm and then they gave him this concept for the film but the film never had any music in 
So after Hugh Jackman did this advert and he was talking to the director, Michael, about it, he said, like, yeah, let's give it a go. But if we're going to make a film of The Greatest Showman, let's make it a show. Like, let's put music in it. So they tried really hard with the music. And I think this is rumoured and it's never been confirmed, but Mika, you know Mika. I can oh, be yeah, down, yeah, yeah. I can be blue. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, if you don't know Mika, you do after that. <laughs> <laughs> Mika, they tried to get him to write it. And it didn't work. And then they got the two lads. I don't know if they're brothers or not, the two lads who did La La Land and Dear Evan Hansen. And they wrote the music. And as soon as they got that, it all kind of came together. But Jack touched on earlier about how Greatest Showman Fever, in a way, didn't really leave us after the film came out. And do you remember all the videos on YouTube and stuff about how the film got greenlit? Yes. You talk about that, Cole. There's an amazing video. And it truly is. Like I think even if you don't like the film, you can appreciate so Hugh Jackman and the director, they're in New York for this greenlit meeting where all the producers, all the bigwicks from Fox were going to be there. And it was the first time they'd ever heard the script read through and the song sung by the characters. So there were 70 bigwigs there and Hugh Jackman had had a skin cancer cut out of his nose the day before. And the doctor had said to him, whatever you do, you cannot sing. So Hugh had to ring the director, Michael, up, and he was like, look, I can't sing tomorrow. So, you know, they were worried that this could be the plug pulled on the film. Mm. And if you've watched the film, which you should have, you'll know that the last like song, the big finale, is from now on, which is where Hugh Jackman's character realises all of his mistakes and tries to, yeah. you know, correct them. So they start singing this song in the like greenlit read-through and it's another lad singing it and Hugh Jackman's just stood there. And you can, if you watch it on YouTube, you can kind of see it winding Hugh up that he can't sing and he starts to sing. And then he only wanted to sing the first two lines and he ends up singing the whole song. And in the end, all the cast, all the choreographers are stood on the table. Even like the producers sort of like stand up, don't they? And they're yeah. all going mental. And you watch that and at the end of it, Hugh Jackman just gives it like this fist and you can kind of see in it. That is the way to get told him not to sing. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? He did? He, he had to go back the next day and he had 80 stitches took out because it, he started bleeding mid-song. Oh. Ooh, dedication. But he said, he said, this is the greatest show. My nose has fallen off. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, you know what Jack said about Hugh Jackman's character, obviously not being a very nice man. Mm. Now he's not. The character isn't, but Hugh Jackman is. Yeah. And that kind of comes across in the film because all the likable aspects, I think, are the Hugh Jackman aspects. Yeah. Whereas if you take the character, if you take Hugh Jackman out of the character, mm. he is not. Very nice. Yeah. Hugh Jackman, by the way, is an absolute legend. One of our friends, Mo Lipman, worked with him for quite a long time in Oklahoma. And she spoke to him quite a lot about this film and the stories that she's told me about this. And I went with her to see The Greatest Showman on tour where Hugh Jackman did the songs at Manchester Arena. And Hugh Jackman... Is is a legend. He's he got gave a, a big shout out to her, didn't he? Yeah, I, we we were sat in the audience. So Mo had invited me to go and like meet him backstage, and I was too scared. I was like, I can't do it. But we were sat down, and he said in one of his Oklahoma songs, he went, "I just want to say a massive thank you to someone who taught me so much." And Mo Lipman at <laughs> watch point, Maureen stands on a chair, <laughs> puts her arms. <laughs> in the, I'm there going, "Oh God!" <laughs> and. It was just amazing. But yeah. Maureen says he is just the nicest guy ever because he didn't start acting until um, late in his career. Mm. And I think his first big job was Oklahoma, which he did with um, her. So 
he is a massive part of the film. But I think it's important to say mm. Ben says the other cast were good and other I really like Zach Efron in it. He's I thought mint. He, I thought he did a brilliant mint. job. Yep. Yeah, he is brilliant. Like I am so fond of Zach Efron anyway because he in effect is my childhood like high school musical is a thing that i have tried tried not to come on to on this podcast so many times because i have said to you if we come on to it it's the next three episodes because we have to watch all three no we no we don't <laughs> that is, that's not in the rules don't, don't, yeah the rules are we have to watch all we didn't have to watch all die hard <laughs> not all five <laughs> all um, aliens <laughs> all so we bought a zoos <laughs> <laughs> Papadopoulos and Son 2 is great, by the way. Zac Efron's character. Jack, what is it about that character and about Zac Efron that is... Well, he's sort of... He's born into money, isn't he? And he's got a yeah. wealthy mum and dad. And he quite... He fancies that... Um, the trapeze Zendaya. artist, don't you? But... Anne. They don't want him going out with her because she's not into money and she's poor and stuff like that. I just think he's um, I, th- I think he's a triple threat, isn't he, Zac Efron? He can act, he can sing, he can dance. He's just, he can do it all. He's very good in it. Ben, we're going to have to, you know, dampen my high. You said it didn't work for you. What no, was hold it? on, what hold on. It? I didn't say that, did I? So the music works. I think he did. <laughs> you said, music you said it didn't grab him. It didn't, didn't grab, grab me. It's not, it doesn't work. Clearly works. Loads of people have seen it. It's not mm. my... I could see where it was going. It was all too yeah, nice at the it. start. <laughs> ah, okay. What was it? It just felt too schmaltzy for me. There wasn't... There wasn't enough... It's Look, it's very good. It's a very good watch. <laughs> but if you're asking me to think about it critically, would I watch it again? No. But the songs are great. The kids love the songs. I can see why you liked it. It's got a happy ending. It's got a bit of a sad. It's not quite sad. It burns down, but no animals die. Or do they all die? They seem to come back, don't they, the animals? You just want the animals to die. (laughs) Just dead. Just loads of carcasses everywhere. This was the greatest show. They're all just dead. You know what? You knew what I was going to think of that film, Coulson. You knew what I was going to think of it. It means something different to you. You get into those, and that's great. I think that's great, and I think that's why it's so successful, those kind of films. It Him on the elephant it. at the end, it's a bit shit. What that's, is he doing? Do you know, do you know what the is? What? The, the when he's on thing. the elephant at the end, oh, he rides the elephant to the bloody oh. theatre. I <laughs> said when I went <laughs> Who are you, the phase, Aladdin? Prince Ali. <laughs> my son said to me, is that a real elephant? I said, is, if it is, he's wasted in this film. He's amazing. He can grab a hat. <laughs> I said, when I went through the phase of watching it all the time, the only thing that ruins it is the CGI'd elephants. Because I remember watching it when the circus is burning down in the cinema. I'm pretty much sat there in floods of tears. And then you just see the arse of this CGI elephant going, oh! and The CGI Tom Fum, that's annoying as well. Is that CGI? Well, well, yeah. Yeah, his legs. It, it, so it, that actor is actually four foot in real life, which is not that small. So he, the actual Tom, just, Fulk, just a little bit taller than you, in it. Jeff. Well, the actual Tom for me was it was just a hundred centimeters. So oh, see, he's tall, tiny, so he, tiny. he does all yeah. the scenes on his knees. He yes, kneels I down, and then they just uh, CGI feet and stuff on. That's yes. why he sort of walks ah. weird, you know. Yes, yes, and it's it not his voice. They dubbed him as well. 
Oh yeah, yeah you can see I that. Think it yeah, was, yeah. You can tell that. Yeah, there was. I mean, look, look. The songs are ama- The songs are fantastic. Yeah. They've written some absolute bangers. Yeah. It was just for me. Yeah, I kind of knew even when it started with that f- fucking thing with the curtains and that lamp that gave them all the shapes. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. here we fucking are. I've got nothing. I've lost my job, but I've got a lamp that makes shapes. I'd be like, you come straight in and gone. I fucking lost my job. We're fucked. <laughs> but he wasn't. No, I've got a magic lamp. Put the sheets up, <laughs> and they start singing. Oh, I was like, but that. I mean, what would have been, What's interesting is that that's his life. That was P.T. Barnum's life. He obviously, mm. that happened to him. Mm. And he's famous. I mean, he is famous. Did he perform in the circus, though? I don't think like he did, you know. Hugh Jackman did? I don't think he did. I don't think he, he did. I think he did he wear a top hat. Everyone together. Did he? I've yeah. seen a picture of him in a top hat. I don't know if that was just did, a I'll tell you what, well, he doesn't fashion. look like Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a bit bigger than... He doesn't look like is Wolverine, it? put it that is way. It? Right, rating. <laughs> I'm going... <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Hold on, Tom Hanks. He's been on that island too long. It's Coulson's film. He's giving it, obviously, 54 out of 10. It's obviously 10. Like, it it obviously is. I don't think you can argue that. And I think it is, you know, like Jack said, it is greatest showman fever in a way. That is a thing about it. It sticks with you. The songs are brilliant. How it didn't win best song at the Oscars. Yeah, that is weird. What did win? Coco. Who's Coco? That it's Coco cartoon. isn't a bad film. Coco's not a bad film. Oh, I've not seen that. No, the songs are very good. And he does it very well. Old Hugh bangs out a tune. Very yeah. well. So uh, it's 10 from Coulson. Jack? Oh, this is going to be a walk-off from Coulson. No, it's not. Jack, no, no, it's Jack not, can't. No, it's not. I can't. He's got, he's got can't. to go high. He loves it the is, film. It is, it is a, a, yeah. A, um... He it's loves just, the film. He never. I don't think he just actually said he loves the film. I don't love it. I mean, film. it's the songs that I like that are in it. The songs are good. Uh, he does I've, a, I've got videos of you job. dancing to this, so just well, Yeah, because I'm with my careful. son and he's sort of dancing. He, he, like, he dressed up as Hugh Jackman all the Who time. Did? Who did? Ruben, he absolutely loved it. Uh, I've got videos of him dancing. He had his cane just, and his hat. And just think <laughs> Ruben's going to listen to your ratings. Just, just bear that in mind. We're back of your head. I'm going seven. What? <laughs> That's fine. It's an, it's at least an eight. Ah, duh. It's no. I think it's. I think that's a steady, steady seven. I don't think <sighs> you can argue with that, can you? Yeah, but we won't. Then. <laughs> oh, it's got nasty. No, it's not nasty. It, it's... Immediately nasty, which is what's so extraordinary. You build it up. You build yourself up. You go. It's clearly. A 10 for me, it's called The Great... You've almost renamed it The Greatest Film Ever, Showman. <laughs> and it's a 10 from me, Jack. If it hadn't been a 10 from Jack, you, you're throwing your toys out the pram. Jack goes 7, I go 6. 6. <laughs> to be fair, the person that I'm disappointed with is Jack. Why? I've got just because I, <laughs> no, Just because it's I feel you. like you, you probably like that film more than... You realise. Yeah, but is it an eight in Jack's words? But is to be honest, for Jack? The, the bits that are only really of any interest is when there's a song. And all the other stuff in in, um, in between, I was sort of like, not fast-forwarding, but really just hoping Ooh, it, it sped up and just got to a song. Now, I wasn't fast-forwarding. Fast forwarding. I wasn't fast-forwarding. I, was I just, have to agree with Jack. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I'll just the bits get to the, the next the song. The songs 
a mint. The that one great. where she's singing on her own. I love that one. Michelle never Williams. Enough. Oh, yeah, never enough. Yeah, that one, never enough. Never oh, I love that, that one. I'm just looking at her mouth and it's dubbed. Yeah, it's not her. Yes, you can tell the, she's not the singing, yeah. singing it, the but film, I do like that. The film arguably probably doesn't need that story strand. Like, that's the one yeah. thing that you could probably just go snip. Yeah, but then it would be like an hour long. But that is what crippled him. That is yeah, how he lost his money. Because he, he, wanted, he, wa- he wanted approval. You know, the film is kind of a battle for approval and it all kind of comes from charity's dad in a way because he's always been the tailor's mm. boy and he just wants that I think approval. in actual real life he wanted money and he yeah. thought he could make a lot of money out of it so how um, much is that 23 23 out of 30 for greatest showman come on this is the greatest show <laughs> actually Hugh it's not it's 23 23 Hugh I, I just yeah. oh god Ben do you know what we haven't done? We, we haven't thought of a film. film. We, we don't even know what film we're going to do. I just knew the next bit is when we say what we're we watching next and we haven't had a conversation. We Good haven't. Ah. Oh. Oh. What are we going to do? I'll, I'll pick. Um, this week we're watching no, High no. School Musical. <laughs> what are we going to do? Oh, shit. Where's your phone? Are you on your phone? I've got my phone, yeah. Do you, you want me to just take my you? headphones off? You ring me. Just take your headphones off, Coulson. Have you got it on loudspeaker? I won't. I won't listen. All oh, right. I'll, I'll, How do you know I was talking week? then? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Coles, thank you for coming back in the room. Me and Ben... <laughs> well, you're welcome. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, me and Ben have had a chat... And the film that um, we're picking for next week is Jaws, the shark. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I've seen it. <laughs> Have you? Yeah. Um, I've ridden the ride as well. Um, so I've basically seen You've it. Ridden I've the ridden shark? the ride. <laughs> yeah, in Florida. It's old, isn't it? I have seen it. It's old. Like, almost sketchy picture old. Is it? Is it sketchy picture old? What, like 1904? <laughs> sketchy picture? 
I do, I do feel like I've seen it. I think it is something I've seen with my dad. And I have ridden the ride. Okay, right. Well, that's okay, what great. we're watching. So, um, make sure you watch along at home to let us know what you think about The Greatest Showman. If you're excited for watching Jaws, let us know. Our social medias are at Sofa Cinema Club on Twitter and Instagram. Until then, have a nice week. Enjoy Jaws and we'll see you next week. Good night, God bless. Good night, God bless. Good night, God bless. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.